This week on VMworld 2021, the Virtually Speaking podcast has grabbed several industry experts to discuss their respective products, VMware announcements, and some sessions to look out for. We're calling them VChats, and we'll be releasing them all week. Let's do this. You're going to learn today. Oh, yeah. On this episode, we speak to Srinath Alapati and Benjamin Gordy from Dell Technologies about Apex Cloud Services with VMware Cloud. Enjoy. Benjamin and Srinath, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Pete. And it's great running into you again. Absolutely. I don't know how long it's been. Yeah, it has been too long. And John, nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. Yeah, Srinath and I, uh, we, were, we were old NetApp guys together for a long time. And he went on to the, he went to the dark side. We were like, ooh, he went to, <laughs> he went to EMC. And everybody was afraid of that back then. But uh, <laughs> good to see you now at Dell Technologies doing great things. Thank you. And we're also joined by Benjamin Gordy. Ben, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what you do at Dell? Thank you, everyone. This is Ben Gordy. I go by Ben or Benjamin, and uh, I'm a tech marketing lead in the Apex team. And uh, looking forward to talking with you guys on this product. Absolutely. And one of the things that you're doing, what we're going to talk about today, is uh, Apex Cloud Services with VMware Cloud. And so, before we even start here, what exactly is Apex? And uh, and then maybe we can start a discussion from there. Yeah, that sounds good, uh, Pete. So, um, you know, when when we talk about Apex, the way I want to approach it is, you know. Everybody loves public cloud for a lot of really good things that public cloud does, right? So they have a nice, awesome self-service interface. You can consume pretty much anything as a service. You don't have to worry about managing infrastructure. It's scalable. And they make it all very easy and simple. Uh, It has some drawbacks, right? So costs are unpredictable for those of us who use public cloud for different reasons. Yeah. There's some data sovereignty issues, compliance, security, you know, performance. You want to be closer. The applications want to be closer to the data and so forth. Uh, and private cloud has benefits such as data sovereignty, performance, security. But then, you know, traditionally, enterprise IT, you know, capex spending, very slow in procurement. Oh yeah, it takes about up to a few months to deploy. Uh, you know, infrastructure. And then at the end of the day, you have to manage it all yourself. You need different skill sets. So Apex really is all about combining these benefits from each of these models. So it's bringing the public cloud benefits and the private cloud benefits together. And, you know, Dell Technologies has this awesome end-to-end portfolio. And our goal is to offer this as a service. And as a customer, you can deploy this in your data center co-location or edge locations, and you get the control and the security for your workloads, uh, and all with the predictable monthly pricing, right? No more of those surprises. Yeah. And all this is via a self-service centralized console where you can discover new services, you can monitor stuff, you can, you know, transparent and predictable pricing and all that. I like that the shift towards being able to pick up OpEx and the data center um, and it used to be something, I don't know, I feel like earlier in my career, I had this natural allergy to subscriptions or any type of, you know, OPEX pricing. But as I kind of evolved in my career and I got more involved in procurement and purchasing, um, realizing that asking, once you started crossing certain thresholds of of data center acquisition, it just, it, it, it felt like just an exponential ramp into how long the approvals took. Like you felt like, you know, you started in November planning for purchasing in July. And this just, this feels like it's completely, you know, misaligning from business needs. Need. And it 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 feels like trying to shift to OpEx just gives us a, a benefit to align with where projects are going and look at it and say, hey, we can add these hosts next month and you know that'll align with this project and do a chargeback and just move things forward. It's, it seems like the finance has shifted towards that model at least. That, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, John. Actually, I used to be in IT. I used to be running IT shops. And we would 
wait, we had to wait six months or nine months until we get this 700,000, 500,000, whatever million dollars. So we could buy these big storage or servers or networking all the gear. And which means all the projects are on hold or we're scrambling, right? So we're telling our developers that, hey, hold on a second or hold on a few months. You know, it's coming, right? Uh, so you're absolutely right. Also makes it challenging to uh, ask for funding and say, well, how much is it going to cost? Well, it might cost this much. Uh, we, we'll see. You know, it, it can change depending on the different factors, but it's a lot nicer to be able to say, oh, no, this is going to be the price. This is the reputable price, you know, so it makes planning a little so, easier. All right. So so what kind of workloads can we run on this then? Great question. Uh, we can run all different types of workload that uh, you can expect to run in a data center or in, in the cloud. It could be a, a containerized workload. Uh, it could be virtual machines or a combination of the two together. It's uh, we're offering the, the, you know, kind of the best of both worlds, a gift choice so that customers can do that if they're a primarily virtual machine shop or they're looking to leverage uh, containers or if they're a prom- predominantly uh, a container shop, they can mix and match and have the best of both. It's, it's nice to know that, you know, these platforms, um, as they've evolved, they're able to handle the existing workloads that you just vMotion over, but also those those new cloud native applications. So, so drilling down, we, you know, we've got Apex as the the overarching shift to this consumption model. Um, what what are we doing new today? What's the announcement? So, John, yeah, so we're announcing Apex Cloud Services with VMware Cloud today, and what it, what Apex Cloud Services with VMware Cloud is an infrastructure as a service. So, by that I mean it comes with compute, storage, and networking, and the infrastructure is owned and managed by Dell Technologies. The VMware Cloud is an important stack there because that's what allows that consistent multi-cloud operations, so across private cloud and public cloud. Um, however, you can deploy this on in customers' data centers, so customers can do this in their data center, co-location, or edge location facilities. And the really the idea is it's taking away the burden of managing customers. Customers don't have to manage their infrastructure, right? It's because it's Dell owned and managed. And we have something called cloud instances where we mapped these, we created these cloud instances such as general purpose or compute optimized, memory optimized, and essentially it makes it really easy for customers. Let's say they're running VDI or AIML or databases. They can quickly say, oh, this is the type of instance that I want. They pick the number of instances and then they select the term. So it's a one or three year term and that's it. They click place order and uh, you know, you uh, within as few as 14 days, uh, it gets deployed and delivered in their data center. Oh, okay. So it's not so much like t-shirt sizes where it's just you know, a little bit more of the resources, but it maybe it's a, uh, is it more specific to specific types of workloads? And I'm curious what that looks like. Yeah. So that's exactly right. So, and so you, we have four instance types and then you can select as many instances as you want up to 1600. I believe it scales up to, right. Essentially what that does is you get certain number of compute power cores and memory, and then you decide how much storage you want, right? So, and then, so let's say I want 500 VMs or 1,000 VMs, you select these number of instances accordingly. It's very similar to if you're used to public cloud. It's sort of very similar to how you would pick the number of instances you want. Uh, so it's it's not necessarily a large, medium size, but you could build a large, medium, small size, extra large, whatever you want, pretty much from these by selecting the 
ideal number of instances for your workloads. Okay, no, so. I, I like the different the different options there um, in terms of that flexibility. What's the what's the support for this look like? Um, who do I call? How does who who owns the the support footprint of this? Yeah, it's it's Dell owned, Dell managed, and it's supported by Dell, right? So everything it's a single point of contact. Uh, we also have a customer success manager that's dedicated to customers, where they walk through the experience, they own that experience, and make sure that customers have the best experience. Um, so, but yeah, it's a single single support. In some ways, it sounds like VMC on Dell EMC. I mean, not exactly because there's different components, but is what are the similarities and 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 where does it differ? Pete, I was actually thinking you were going to go there, and I'm really glad you did because <laughs> you know. So, uh, so for those of uh, for those of the audience who doesn't know, VMware Cloud on Dell EMC is also a very similar solution. It runs on Dell infrastructure. It's a VMware Cloud and at a high level, uh, Pete, it, they're not very different, right? So I'll, I'll tell you what both are. Both are offered as a service, infrastructure as a service. Both can be deployed uh, on-prem, colo, or edge locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, both intend to take away that burden of managing infrastructure. Uh, they both bring the benefits of public cloud and private cloud together. Right. So what's the difference? Really, the key difference is who owns and manages the infrastructure. In the VMC on Dell EMC, VMware actually owns and manages the infrastructure. With the today's announcement, it's the Dell owns and manages the infrastructure. Beyond that, if you bought uh, or subscribe to, is the correct word, a VMware Cloud on Dell EMC, customers would log into the VMware Cloud Console as opposed to the Apex console, right? So with uh, with uh, VM, uh, Apex Cloud services, with VMware Cloud, customers would use the leverage the Apex console. Okay, uh, so different paths, so I guess, different solutions depending on which which order you're aligned with in regards to that. Yeah, exactly. And and really, we think it's a choice to our customers because sometimes you know they're already an Apex customer or they are already a Dell Technologies customers and they prefer to leverage that relationship and do that transaction via Dell. You know, and sometimes, they are a huge VMware shop and they want to keep that relationship. And so then, you know, it's a way for then for them, they can subscribe it from VMware. So, you know, there are some minor differences other than that, but at large, it's this, it's similar experience. And the hardware looks similar or I know there is it, what, what's the, because uh, obviously it's going to be Dell, Dell gear on, on the bottom here. Basically, the, the the platforms are the same. It's just uh, slightly refreshed. Uh, whether you uh, leverage VMware or uh, you know, Dell, you know, it could be. So, I mean, it, it sounds like the, at the end of the day, though, and I love how Pete raises the question of we're talking about cloud, and he's like, so what's the hardware? <laughs> um, which I guess some of this actually it could end up in your data center, so you can go hug it. Yeah. You know, if you love hugging your servers in the morning. But um, at the end of the day, the, the hardware is someone else's problem. You know, it's it's good that it's reliable 10 and they've got support yeah. and they've got parts bins and they're going to go manage it for you. But, you know, if I'm not having to manage the firmware or the drivers or upgrade any of this, like this is it sounds like it's someone else's problem. John, I still like seeing those racks. I still like seeing the shiny blue lights, man. Sometimes I can't help but ask. <laughs> John, that's, it. that's exactly it. Like, you know, when you're offering something as a service, you know, you shouldn't really care about the hardware. In fact, we shouldn't really talk about the hardware unless, you know, for techies among us, we, we love that, right? Yeah. Hey, what's the, what is the hardware underneath? You know, so 
Uh, completely agree with you, John. Very nice. Yeah. So uh, I'm very curious for Ben and Srinath. We obviously we want to see the sessions that have to do with Apex Cloud Services uh, with VMware Cloud, and uh, we're going to leave links to those in the show notes. If you could tell us the session numbers, and then a follow up. I'm curious what you guys are interested in this VMworld. What 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 sessions you guys are looking to take a look at? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Pete, so there's a few sessions. There's actually uh, three unique, I would say, unique sessions. One is a um, an strategy overall vision session. That's Kit Colbert from VMware and Travis Vigil from uh, Dell Technologies. Yeah. Uh, it's really looking into the future of what VMware and Dell Technologies can do, right? So it's uh, MCL 2735 is the session number. Um, and then there is a, a breakout session. This is like a 200 level session. So it's intermediate of sorts. Uh, so that's really diving into Apex Cloud Services with VMware Cloud. What's, you know, what is it? What's the value? You know, what are the use cases and all that stuff? And that's MCL 2152. And then there is a third one that's a little bit more technical uh, that actually uh, walks uh, people through the experience of what it's like to order the console, uh, order the ordering experience via the console. So remember the instances I was talking about. So it's a very seamless way of uh, picking picking the instance type, picking how many number of instances, hey, where do you want this deployed, the location and the term. Uh, so that's a slightly more technical session that's run by uh, product management. So those are the three sessions and that's MCL 2768. Um, and then we also have the uh, Voices of VMworld by Jeff Clark and uh, Raghu Raghuram. Uh, there's a fireside chat they, chat they did. I would highly recommend people. I uh, don't miss that. And that's VI 3450. Nice. Those all sound like good sessions. Nice. What about you, Ben? What, what, are, you, uh, what are you looking forward to this VMworld? What sessions, uh, aside from the APEC sessions that, that Srinath already mentioned? I, uh, I think you did a great job. And uh, those are the sessions that I'm also interested in. Um, beyond that, I, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but looking forward to it. I think we're, we'll have a great time there. There. Very cool. All right. So uh, I'm going to leave links to all the sessions that we talked about uh, and all the information as well as the uh, blog posts that are out around Apex Cloud Services with VMware Cloud. Uh, Srinath Benjamin, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, hopefully after VMworld, uh, as this starts to progress, I'd love to have you guys come back on and maybe we can do like a, a deeper dive into these different services. And I'll try not to ask too many uh, nerdy hardware questions. I understand this is a service, but I think there's definitely more to unpack here. Thank you yeah. very much. It's been a pleasure meeting with you guys and uh, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Pete. And uh, thank you, John and Pete. It's really nice running into you again. And I'm hoping that uh, one of these days, uh, we will all get to do this maybe in person. I sure hope so. Can't happen soon enough. <laughs>